episode number 74. What am I doing here? How did I get here? Who am I? These are the questions of Yom Kippur. Chaim, why am I alive? Welcome to the Torah Podcast. Lessons from authentic Judaism. Get the tools and inspiration you need for personal growth. Hosted by Rabbi Mitterhoff. Shalom, this is Rabbi Aliyah Mitterhoff with this week's Torah Podcast. This week we have the special holiday edition, Connect with the Essence of Life on Yom Kippur. A special holiday edition. Grab this historic moment and change your life. So if Dessler starts out by saying, even though we know there's a principle in the Torah called Lo Lishma Balishma, that if you do something for the wrong reason, eventually you'll come to do it for the right reason. For example, even if you learn Torah Lo Lishma, you're not learning it for covet or who knows what, eventually you'll come to learn it for pure motives. Or you might be doing mitzvahs to show off, and you eventually you'll do the mitzvahs and you'll come to pure motives. And the way it works is that the outer movements affect the inner. But when it comes to repentance, he says it doesn't apply. It's not going to help you from the outside in. You have to start from the inside. You have to awaken your heart, your inner spark, with a direct decision to come back to Hashem. He says like this, True tshuva can only come from concentrating on the point of truth in one's heart. The spark of truth that has the power to penetrate the wall that we erect around our hearts. Emotions are valuable since they can open up the heart for truth to penetrate. But only a deliberate and determined attempt to penetrate that opacity and reveal the point of truth beneath it, only that will lead to tshuva. Like the Pasuk says, After the storm and the earthquake and the fire must come the still small voice of clear inner perception. So we see from here that the Avodah on Yom Kippur is to cut to the essence of our beings, to get to the very, very foundation. If we do that, there's a chance that we can really return to Hashem. And we can see this clearly in the Siddur. What changes do we make during the 10 days of repentance? The first change we make in the first brach of the Shemona Esrei, we add the words, Zachayin Lechaim, remember us for life, Melech Hefetz Bechaim, that you desire life. Write us in the book of life. The God of life. Everything there is to remind us about life. And then in the next bracket it says, Remember us for life. Later on it says, Write us for a good life. And at the end we say, all the Tosefits, all the extra in the Siddur that we pray, it was, is for life. The most basic, fundamental thing that we have is our lives. And this is the only way that we can return to Hashem by realizing that our lives are dependent on Hashem. When we contemplate our own mortality, when we realize the basis that everything we have is life itself. So Chazal tells us that everything that's physical has six dimensions. You have the four directions and you have up and down. But there's another dimension, the seventh dimension. And that dimension, that's where the thing stands. That gives the place for the thing to exist. That gives the place for existence. And that's why it's the most important dimension. And that's why the seventh day is represented by Shabbos. Shabbos is the most important day of the week. And Tishrei is the seventh month, the most important month of the year. Because it's Tishrei, it's now in this month, where we get back to the foundation to our very existence, 
to the fact that we're here, that we have a place, that we exist. And this theme is constantly repeated on Yom Kippur. Revolpi says there are two days, two holidays during the year where we say the term Be'etzim Hayom Azeh. In the midst of this very day, it only says that by Yom Kippur and Shavuos. And the Ramban explained that that terminology reflects that those days where it says can bring atonement. Those are days of atonement. But what's interesting and unique about them is both Shavuos and Yom Kippur do not have any physical mitzvahs. There's no shofar. There's no sukkah. There's no arba minim. There's no matzah. What do you do on Shavuos and Yom Kippur? Now the answer is that this atonement that we can receive on these two days is through the feelings that we have in our hearts. It's, it's a day where the avodah is the avodah salaif, the work of the heart. And our commitment to live by the Torah and to do the right thing, that is the avodah of the day. There are no other mitzvahs. He says, these days cannot be axed with our hands, but only with our hearts. And that's why we spend the whole day in shul, because it's a vodas alev. The whole service, the whole thing we're supposed to be doing on Yom Kippur is connecting with our heart to our Creator. And the Svah says like this, Yom Kippur hu yom echam yuchad b'shana. Yom Kippur is a day that's unique in the entire year. Me'en olam haba. It's like the world to come. Why is it like the world to come? Because when we do not eat and we do not drink, we take on the behavior of Malachim, of angels. We become like angels. Yom Kippur is a day above nature. And it defies the normal rules of our everyday life during the rest of the year. It's a day, it's like a supernatural day. We have the ability to uplift ourselves, to become new people, to change ourselves. And it's much, much easier. Chazal tells us that Yom Kippur is a day lechaper abnei Yisrael. It's a day to atone for the sins of the Jewish people. Achas b'shana, one time during the year. It's one special day. And the gematria, listen to this, the gematria, the numerical value of Hasatan, of the Yetzahara, of the evil inclination, the value of the numbers equals to 364. We're missing one day. Which day? In other words, the sudden, the evil inclination of a person, his drive to do physical things is completely removed on that one day. Which day is that? Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, we're like angels. We have the ability to get in touch with our true essential selves. But what does that mean to connect to our true essential selves? It means that we have consciousness. We're aware. We are aware that life is a gift. The Ramban says the three basic fundamentals of Amuna, faith in God. First, that God exists. Second, that there's a Shkaka Pratis, that God runs the world. And third, the Torah is Minishimayim. And those three things, Rabbi Chaskel explains, have to do with the three parts of the davening in Rosh Hashanah. The first part is Malchios, that Hashem is the king, Hashem exists. The second part is Zerkronos. The to remember all the mice all the things that happened to man throughout history. And Shofar has to do with Torah's Minishimayim. And he says, these three things will bring a person to tshuva. When he realizes that there's Hashem and his whole life is dependent upon Hashkachapratis. Everything that happens to him is Minishimayim. Every person he meets, everything he hears, all his blessings and all of his curses and all the things that's happening in his life is dependent on God. And third, the Torah's Minishimayim. 
What's the compass by which we have to live our lives? How do we know the right way to go? It's the Torah. And this is the tshuva that we need to do on Yom Kippur, to realize that we're here as a gift. God's giving us life. So remember us for life. And this is truly an opportunity for us. It's a blessing. It's a tremendous blessing. Yom Kippur is not a fast like Tisha B'Av. It's a fast where we become like angels. It's a fast where we're lamalim and a tavo, we're above nature. It's a chance to really connect, because during the rest of the year, we're not so connected. Chazal tells us that in the end of days, when God is going to shek the Yitzhahari, he's going to kill the evil inclination. He says a tremendous stench, a tremendous horrible smell is going to come into the world. Why is that? Now, what smells the worst? I'll tell you what smells the worst. A dead person. That's what smells the worst. Why is that? Because the higher something is, the more life something has. When you take away that life force and it rots, it has the worst smell. So why is it true that when Hashem is going to shek the eighth horror, there's going to be a tremendously bad smell? Because most people in the world put tons of life energy into their Yitzhaharas. Their essential life direction, their essential purpose for living is in the Yitzhahara. It's going shopping and doing this and doing that. They're missing the point of what life is about, Baklau. They're not doing a Vodas Hashem at all. So of course when they shek the Yitzhahara, it's going to stink. Because the whole world's putting their life force into the Yitzhahara. But now we have a chance on Yom Kippur, one time a year, where the Satan, the Yitzhahara, is not in the picture anymore. We go to shul, we stay there all day. We don't eat, we don't drink. We're like angels. We can contact our inner selves. And it's Lamalamina Teva. And that's when we can hear, like the Pusik said, the still small voice, the consciousness, the awareness that, wow, I'm alive. It's the greatest miracle in the world that I can move my finger. What could be a greater miracle that I could see, that a person could see, a person can hear, a person has consciousness, a person's awake? A person is aware, a person is alive. What could be a greater miracle than that? A person has to ask himself, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Why am I alive? How did I become alive? How did I get here? If a person would go to sleep at night and he would wake up the next morning in a tent in the Sahara Desert, you wouldn't get out of bed and say, how did I get here? The same thing in your own room. You wake up in the morning, well, Danny, thank you, God, I'm alive, I'm here. What am I doing here? How did I get here? Who am I? These are the questions of Yom Kippur. Chaim, why am I alive? And Rav Moshe Shapiro explains that it's these feelings that brings us to purity. You got to hear this. He says in Masekhti Yoma, it says, there we're dealing with all the laws of Yom Kippur. So it explains the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Mikvah Yisrael Hashem. Hashem is the Mikvah of the Jewish people. Hashem purifies the Jewish people. And what does the Sefer Chinech say? The Sefer Chinech says the reason why a mikvah purifies us because it brings us back into the state of water. We go into water, which is the original state of creation. We go back to our very beginnings, our creation. And by immersing ourselves in the mikvah, we go back to Tavavahu. We go back to before we were created. So it's those things that purify us. When we contact the reality that we came out of nothing, yesh ma'ayin, we're not supposed to exist, and we're here, we exist, and we have chayim. That's the thing that purifies us. Mikvah Yisrael is Hashem. Hashem is pure by connecting with Hashem and the fact that He created us. That's what makes us pure. I just want to end off with the Shem Mishmu. He says like this. Every person consists of three parts, the body, the soul, and the intellect. 
So he wants to explain that the intellect is taken care of on Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of year, is also Rosh. It means the head, the head of the year. On Rosh Hashanah, we think about two days we're spending contemplating that Hashem is the Melech, Hashem is the King. So we're directing our intellect to serve God. And when do we take care of the soul? Air of Yom Kippur. We bring kaparos. We shake the chicken. We say bim kom. Instead of this, instead of God forbid, the person himself, the chicken is going to slaughter. That it should be a soul for a soul. And when do we refine our bodies? On the meal before Yom Kippur. That meal is a mitzvah, where we can demonstrate that eating can be for a holy purpose. So once we submitted our intellect, our body, and our soul to Hashem. At that point, we can enter into Yom Kippur with holiness, with a clear mind, and a siyat dishmaya to really contact the essence of life, and therefore to choser b'tshuva shlema, to come back to Hashem with a full heart, full of appreciation for life, and have charata, that we should feel bad for our sins. How could we go against the master of the universe who gives us life? How is it possible? And with those true perceptions, we will come back to be a true Ever Hashem, a servant to the Creator. Thank you for listening. To get more enthusiasm for your Judaism, become a free member at GlobalYeshiva.com.